Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 267. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, don't have a whole lot of stuff to get into, but uh, should we start it off with MLB? Yeah, two two weeks in now, uh, some things happened this week, including uh, Clayton Kershaw's first start of the year, and it was a... A great one. Uh, some would even say it was perfect, um, but not quite perfect. So through seven innings, Clint Kershaw was throwing a perfect game. That is no base runners reach. Uh, so, of course, a no hitter means you didn't give any hits. But if you gave up a walk, then that's um, no longer a perfect game. But so Kershaw through seven innings, uh, struck out 13 people, no base runners, uh, only through 80 pitches. Uh, but they pulled him, and that is because that was his limit for the day. He uh, missed a lot of time last year uh, with injury, and he's older, and this was his first start of the year, and that that's what happens. Um, people don't pitch as long in their first start of the year, and they they held to their, uh, their system, and a lot of people were upset about this, especially 80 pitches, like they could go more, but um, he said after the game, he didn't know if he'd even go that long, um, and has no problems with the decision to be pulled. Uh, but yeah, a lot of like old timey baseball people are like, you would never do that. You want to let the guy chase history. Uh, I think there's only been 20 something perfect games ever in all of history. So, Whoa. uh, very elite company. Uh, but it's, it is what it is. Like it just, you just got to accept that we're not going to get too many of them because players aren't going to pitch that long it's not worth it to have him get hurt and then miss the whole season just to try to chase this little bit of history um so as a dodgers fan i'm i'm agree with the decision that they made uh, they still won the game which is what's important and uh it's still a great game it's he could say i threw seven innings uh perfect in a game um it won't be in the record books as a, as a complete perfect game but it's pretty good and he already has a no-hitter, and he has an MVP, and he has multiple Cy Youngs and a World Series trophy. So uh, he doesn't need this for his legacy. So Get him. Um, Congratulations to you on that achievement. Yeah, and it's he's been part of the uh, pretty good Dodgers start here, 8-2, and two, although I think it's a little inflated by playing the Reds, who are horrendous. So um, if you remember in our baseball preview, the Reds basically – gutted their entire team, let everyone go, traded everyone. Uh, their owner made some like ridiculous statement of like, all right, if you don't like it, that's who cares. Um, Is the Reds going to be on the chopping block here next with these liberals? What? The or Cincinnati is that a cinnamon Reds? gum thing? I don't know what the Cincinnati Reds refers to. I don't think it refers to the gum. Uh, it, I do not think it refers to Native Americans, if that's what you're thinking. Um, or communists, so... Um, Communists would sure be all about it, but yeah, I was just assuming it was like, oh, I don't know. There's a lot of Indian stuff going on in baseball for some reason. Maybe reds is just that. It's really just the color. I think so. That's interesting. I'm trying to think. Couldn't have done better than that. <laughs> okay, so they were 
they were the red stockings, so similar to the Red Sox, of course. So they, there was just an era where they're like, well, what are your team name? Like, well, what are our what's our color of sock? And they're like, well, we got red socks, so that's our team, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, these teams were invented like you know, 150 years ago, so. Yeah, 18, 1881, so. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. Back in the 1880s, they were led by third baseman Hick Carpenter <laughs> and second baseman Bid McPhee. Oh, Bid. Bid is an interesting name. Oh, it is a nickname, okay. Where did they even get these names? His name is Joe, then parentheses, Bid McPhee. And he looks exactly what you'd think of as an old-timey baseball player. Big old mustache? Of course. The, mm-hmm. the pants are, like, up to his nipples. They're, yeah. He looks like the bat is not for used for baseball, but Picturing for, like, Sam Elliott with people. black hair, not white. I mean, how do you know what color hair it is? Because... It's a black and white photo. Well, I'm also not, assuming he's not old enough to have white hair and still playing professional or whatever yeah. it was at the time. There's got to be a picture of like Bid McPhee from the the, the 1940s or Don't something. We have this an older stuff man. colorized by now. Yeah, I mean this, this guy was a Hall of Famer. You could see his plaque at Cooperstown. You might be related to him. Pretty cool. Not your middle yeah. name. Bid off road. <laughs> Bid Andy. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh. Um. I think we got. Uh, here's here's a picture from like. Uh, okay, where is this? Why am I looking this up so much? There's a picture of. Damn. What year is this actually? This doesn't make any sense. This must be like the second or something. This is from the year 2000 that says he was in the Hall of Fame. What? Which is like, no, he didn't. He died in 1943. So I do not think. Um, well, maybe, maybe it was a late bloomer. Credit where it's due. Yeah. It took forever. Um, he's cremated in San Diego. Okay, cool. So whoever is holding his plaque for the Hall of Fame must be like his grandson, who's also 100 years old. Bid the fourth. But yeah, anyways, the Cincinnati Reds, they're no good. Uh, I think that's where we got into this. Uh, um, maybe the worst team right now. I mean, yeah, I was a two and nine. Not not a great record. Seven straight losses. Um, but the Dodgers are eating, too. And that's a pretty good record. So I'm happy about that. Uh, they beat the Braves last night. So Freddie hit his first home run against his former team. That was a big Woo. moment. Um, so that, that's cool. And the Giants are good again, too. Seven and three. So just right there behind them. Um, elsewhere, uh, Seiya Suzuki, the rookie with the Cubs. The 27-year-old from Japan. So pretty experienced, ready-to-go player. Uh, he was player of the week in the National League this week. So he's already had a really nice start. Uh, four home runs, hidden well over 400. Um, that's worked out perfectly for them. Uh, they're still don't have a ton of talent all around the team, but uh, this is like the best case scenario for him. And um, you get good you know, parking too with that. 20, 20 plus years ago, there was another uh, Suzuki from Japan who debuted as a rookie, and I believe won MVP as a rookie. That is, of course, the great Ichiro. Um, so if if Seiya Suzuki is even. Uh, half the player Ichiro was, and he's a pretty good player. So, um, yeah. And then anything else key? No one else has really run away with uh, the standings here. The Mets are eight and three. That's nice, but it's the Mets, so you expect something bad to happen. Uh, a lot of the teams that we expected to be good and have been good. The Astros are leading their division. The White Sox leading their division. Blue Jays leading their division. So, 
Um, it's only been around 10 games for every team, so not a whole lot of surprises. But yeah, I'd say those uh, the Reds at two and nine are kind of looking like the uh, the big loser so far. But well, we'll have to check in further along, see how everyone else is doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, ready to move over to NBA playoffs? Sure. I don't know how excited I am for this, but woof. Um, I have to say I'm a little more excited to talk about this than I would have been um, last Wednesday or last Friday. I'm I'm done. Lost track of time. It's always the worst thing when you have to do this show uh, like the day after the Clippers season is over. Uh, but now yeah. there's been some time. You got a little bit of buffer room um, there. Yeah, You've I been able to grieve. Yeah, basically, I don't want to watch any basketball. I've watched very little of of what's happened so far. And I, I don't know if Boston, Brooklyn end, and that was pretty awesome. That's, that's mostly what I saw too, which was yeah, it was great to see. Uh, but a lot of this other stuff, I'm not 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 that interested anyway. I got like very. I don't know. I used to kind of admire the Warriors, and last night I was watching them just play a cheat code against yeah. Denver, and it was just kind of depressing. It's like little kids just running around, just chucking up threes. And you can't miss because you plugged in that code on your PlayStation 3 controller. And it uh, felt bad for Chubby Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll go through all the matchups, but I want to stick with the playing games because I want to grieve a little more and maybe oh, go through some therapy. But the yeah, of course, last last week I talked about the playing games, how I did not like it. Uh, I think the main reason I do not like the playing games is because it's uh, adding a little bit of chaos to life, which the way I uh, live my life is that, like, um, you know, you try to limit chaotic opportunities because you know uh, you'll end up on the wrong side of it sometimes. And uh, you don't even like the mayhem commercials. No. So with this uh, playing game, I was the reason I was against it because deep down I knew it would somehow screw the Clippers at some point in my life. Um, I didn't know so soon, but of course uh, it did. The Clippers. Uh, Finished with the eighth best record in the Western Conference, and it wasn't even close. Uh, six games up on New Orleans, uh, but they were faced with uh, having to win at least one game to advance and make the playoff field. Um, it started out with a seven and eight matchup against Minnesota, where they had to go to Minnesota. Uh, they should have won this game. Uh, your favorite player, Carl Towns, was an absolute joke. Um, you know, it's pretty funny watching him not jump on his shots, but he can elevate to dunk. Yeah, but he uh, didn't do much dunking in that Clippers game. It was one of his worst games as a pro. He fouled out, I think, in like 20 minutes of play. Um, but that was a smart move because he fouled out uh, with about eight and a half minutes left in the game. And from there, I believe Minnesota went on a 16-2 to run Whoa. to uh, take the lead, and they, they would never give up. So um, pretty depressing. Paul George was really good, especially in the second half. Um, but the Clippers fell apart, lost a 10-point fourth-quarter lead, and uh, – Anthony Edwards and um, D'Angelo Russell, their other two best players, had great games, and it, it, it sucked to see. And Pat Beverly talked a bunch of shit. Uh, it was very angry. I was very angry about this game, and that was not the game that limited them. Yeah. Um, and I vowed not to watch them in uh, on their Friday matchup, uh, no matter what happened. And um, I don't know if you saw, but they I did, did not watch. play on Friday. Uh, but Friday morning, I wake up to the news. Uh, oh, Paul George has COVID. <laughs> He is out. It's like what people. What? He probably How still play. Like, do they make him sit out? Like, yes. Well, I think it's just part of the rules, the players' rules that they've agreed to. 
Um, he only tested. But if you because... have a cold, like Jordan played with the flu. Yeah. Yeah. What the I don't hell is the difference? The flu is way worse. These are athletes. Know. These uh, people aren't they're able-bodied. But uh, that was the rule. Uh, the only reason he was tested is because he was sick. Uh, so he did not play. And um, yeah, so I did not want to watch. Um, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal they didn't play. I don't know. But they went down big early, but then came all the way back. And I think they had as much as a 13-point lead. That Same thing as Tuesday night. They blew a double-digit fourth-quarter lead and lost a close game. And uh, their season ended. You know what, Andy? You got to look at it from this way. Had he played, he would have tore his ACL. Just assume yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah there's, there's now, a lot of that, that. They weren't going to win this year anyways. Yeah, they'll be healthy next year. God forbid, you know, so long as they don't go play and pick up game and, you know, re... We got to get rid of ACLs. I say it all the time on this podcast. We don't need them anymore. Never had ACL tears until like, like the year 1997. We're done with them. Yeah, if they want to replace all the ACLs like right away once you get in the league, I'm fine with that. I don't think it works that way. Um, <laughs> it does. And it's, it's a brand it's a new thing long, we just discovered in the last 25 years it's of a medicine. pretty long recovery, uh, if you've seen. So that's um, it sucks, but that's the way it is. And I, I just feel bad for all the people who played so hard this season against all odds. Uh, they shouldn't have been there, and they don't get the reward of playing a playoff series. Now, if they did play the playoff series, they would very most likely lose that playoff series. Yeah, they had a rough path and, ahead of them. And not do very well, but, I mean, you're thinking if you're making $2 million, that's some extra paychecks there. Uh, it's a little extra revenue for the team overall, getting some home games in there. So they just kind of get screwed by this dumb rule that uh, they put in place for this play-in. Uh, and it's never going to go away because the games that happened – we're mostly good. So um, the two Clippers games were really good. Uh, and the two games that the Hawks played in were really good. So the Hawks ended up uh, winning that. Uh, so both both ninth place teams uh, jumped over the eighth place teams to win the last playoff spot. Uh, so it's like in that way, it's like, oh, the system is working because uh, were those the better teams? It's, I don't think you can definitively say that after just one game. Um I think the NBA would have preferred Atlanta being in the playoffs here because they have Trey Young, who's a name. But uh, it sucks for Cleveland, who was really good all year, but then had injuries at the end of the season and dropped here to eighth. And it's like, it would have been nice. Uh, they got some players back. It would have been nice for them to uh, be able to still make the field. Again, when you're this low of a seed, you're not going to actually win anything. Um, but it's still nice to be in the playoffs and get that experience, get some uh, extra TV time, whatever it is. It's like there's you want to make the playoffs versus not making the playoffs. Um, so I hate this system. I really um, was upset by it. Um, also, I think all the all the 10th place teams have lost. So in the well, they've only done this for two years, but they did. The two years before they did, uh, they did do a play in game between Portland and Memphis. And I think that was exciting as well. But uh, they that had the rule of the ninth place team had to be within a certain amount of games as the eighth place team. I think that's the rule. If you're going to keep this playing game, that's the rule going forward, but um, they're going to just make the play in game for everyone. They're going to be like, all right, Houston, Oklahoma city, you could play in it too. Just uh, so they can sell it to TNT. And then we're the yeah. idiots for come one, come all. You're all invited yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's more money for these guys. And that's, that's what they care about here. But it, um, 
it sucks. I mean, and I said since it's been a good product, uh, the games have been good. They can have run that excuse, but um, it's shitty for me. It's shitty that New Orleans won 36 games and is in the playoffs. It's embarrassing. You shouldn't allow that. It's true. It's a good point. Yeah. They should make them run laps instead. Um, yeah, so then the real playoffs actually happen this weekend as well. Uh, Minnesota, which looked good against the Clippers, they actually won their first game here uh, against Memphis. Not kind of not that surprised, though. I think Memphis is a really good shot. They get upset because this is really their first year being a top team. And a lot of youth there. I think they're a type of team that does lose in the first round, have a disappointing um, playoffs, but then maybe they come back the next year better. But uh, they they seem to fit that profile of that kind of team. Um, Luca did not has not played yet. He missed the first two games. Yet somehow the Mavericks won without him in game two. So um, it's Utah versus Dallas. It's one one. Uh, I don't know where Utah goes from here because Dallas basically did the same thing the Clippers did and just took their big guy out and shot 53s in game two. Um, Let me see what the actual number is. But um, they just, the game plan is you can't beat Gobert inside. So just don't even try. He can't guard anyone on the outside. Um, So yeah, Dallas um, was 22 of 47 from three. 47 three-point attempts. Good God. Um, uh, that's quite quite a lot, and uh, and it worked. So Jalen Brunson made six. Maxi Kleber made eight. Um, that's that's how you beat Utah, and maybe that's just how it's going to be forever for them. And I, I don't know. It's like I kind of feel bad for Gobert and that he is a great player, but maybe it just doesn't actually work. And it doesn't mean he isn't great at what he does it just you can plan around it um so yeah where else are we where are we uh the Sixers series is probably already over they're up 2-0 already on uh, toronto lost a bunch of players to injury right away in game one so um congratulations to philly you're moving on they're not going to be humiliated and have a first round loss here uh, but maybe they'll be humiliated in round two we'll we'll see uh they will probably be playing the Heat, who uh, they absolutely destroyed Atlanta in their first game, but uh, second game's going on right now. Um, the Warriors, you just mentioned, you saw a bit of them. They're already up 2-0. That looks like that's going to be over. That's going to be a short series. It's already over. They the, they called in like, yeah, we're not going to play. <laughs> yeah. Jokic is like in Serbia already. Yeah, he's so. gone. Yeah. Like it was, I don't know, it was kind of just, like I said, a cheat code, like, Pool, this brand new guy who I'd never even seen play before on their team, he just f- stick like takes five steps backward and then chucks up a three splash. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where like Steph Curry went to like a mad scientist and like cut off his finger. Yeah, and then they just grew another version of him. They're like there you go, he looks a little bit different, but he could shoot too. So yeah, I don't I don't know how that works, but I mean I guess good on their scouting department for he Jurassic uh, Parked himself. Yeah. You're saying, yeah. Okay. Um, good on for the Warriors for finding more shooting. That's just you just keep stack shoot stacking shooting, and it's just impossible to guard. Let me ask you this: Steve Kerr deserved the credit he's been given. Yeah, probably. Hey guys, go out there and shoot a three and make it. Yeah, he had the. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Well, he had the balls to first not play centers and play Draymond at center and stuff like that. And there's different things that he's done. All right. I mean. 
this was largely the same team that Mark Jackson, or I'm saying back in the time, back in the day, Mark Jackson coached them in 13 and 14, and their talent got them to the playoffs, but they were like a six seed. Uh, and then Kerr comes in, and they're the best team of all time. And it was not much change in personnel. I mean, of course, they oh, got Durant. I'm, I'm taking off the restrictor plate. Shoot yeah. as many threes from as far away as you damn well please. The other knock against him is if you remember the second year, his back like died and Luke Walden had to step in. And I believe Luke Walden went 40 and one. Yeah. Uh, the games that he coached. And then um, that fired him into the Lakers role. Yeah, Luke Walton has now been fired twice from two different NBA teams since then. So yeah, um, <laughs> just yeah. saying, it's like it seems like most of their uh, strategy is just chuck up a three, do yeah, a couple yeah, picks. They, I don't know, just keep moving. But they changed the NBA in that they were allowed to do that because Mark Jackson's like, hey, you can't take too many threes because that's common wisdom is that's bad. It's like, well, not if you make them. So um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think I think of the Western Conference is like let's just get it over with. Let's get Suns um, Suns Warriors. Just yeah, play it, play it already. Like that's what it's gonna be. Like, like it was on, fun. Like ourselves? five years ago to watch them. Like oh my god, he just he made a fifty five footer. Oh shit, look at that. Now it's just like eh, like I don't know. He looks like a little kid out there, like on the front front yard, just shooting at his house, and it's like it's a really fast release. Is that poor form yeah. or is that really good form? And it's like, oh, I'm done thinking about this. He's made it's, it 15 yeah. times. It's what it works for you. Like I said, he doesn't look like an athlete. If you just looked at him, like how tall is Steph Curry? Six, four and a half. Yeah. A little, maybe a little less than that. So like, hmm. He's not uh, a baby, but tall jockey. <laughs> yeah. Looks little out there. Yeah. So but I think he's that's probably ridiculously good. It's crazy. We're probably going to get Suns Warriors and that should be a good series. I mean, the Suns. That I would actually watch just because I want to see the Warriors kill the Suns. It's I don't. I hate I hate the Warriors still. And it'll be Chris Paul and Curry. Yeah, you're too much of a, fa- a fan of Chris Paul. I can't yeah. stand how it looks like he's using all of his might to shoot a 15 footer. <laughs> you know, he's using only legs to rest his arms. I don't know. Yeah, it works. Chris Paul was incredibly efficient in Game One, and uh, we'll have to see Game Two. I guess that is tonight. Um, that should be a quick series as well. They're just, they won 30 more games than the Pelicans over the course of the season. They're just way better. Yeah. So, um, those shouldn't even be televised. <laughs> yeah. So people are upset because, uh, yeah, T Wolves Grizzlies is not on national TV. Um, but Pelicans Suns, but I'm sure they're replaying and quadruple <laughs> replaying the Philadelphia series. And it's like, even once it's over, it's like, here's a replay of it. Cause it's Philadelphia. Oh my God. Can I can I shock you here? Do it tomorrow. There are two because there's going to be two games on TNT every night and one on NBA TV. Sixers Raptors on NBA TV. Thank God. So Bulls Bucks is the TNT. Well, that you can night. blame Fred Van Fleet for. He's yeah. also like who's this little chubby? Like he looks like a DJ Khaled. <laughs> I don't think. How can he be an athlete? That's rude. Well, he's obviously, he's stocky. <laughs> DJ Khaled is fat. Yeah. But they have like the same beard and they're probably similar in height. Obviously, one actually has talent and one doesn't. But that I that's probably why they're not on TV. And it's Canada. Fuck them. Yeah, that's probably it. It's a, can- a game of Canada, Canada, don't like- you, Andy? 
No, I have no problems with Canada. You just hate specific Canadian teams? Oh, because I, yeah, I heckled the, the Blue Jays at one time. Yeah. Well, I like the Blue Jays now, but there was a certain time when I didn't like them. Oh. I didn't like them walking the streets of Anaheim. Go get them. Get out of here. You don't belong. <laughs> um, yeah, Bulls Bucks is the other series we talked about. That was that was a depressing game, really low scoring. You think the Bucks are going to handle that game or that series? So uh, it's not, was it even worth talking? Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's the NBA playoffs where we are right now. Um, Pretty exciting. Is it? I think I want to get to the next round. I think this first round. Yeah, is, we got to get past the first round. The first round's bullshit. Yeah, it's not a lot of great matchups. Maybe this Memphis, uh, Minnesota will be good, but um, not too much to look forward to here. Um, yeah. How many points does Trey Young have this game? Trey Young was horrible the last game, but uh, he's got 14 already, so he's a little better. But yeah. Okay, well, that's all I have for NBA playoffs. It's a short one. Yeah, stay tuned. There'll be more to come. Yeah, next week, uh, got NFL draft coming up, so uh, that'll be something to look forward to. Um, Mm -hmm. And more NBA playoffs, so. All right, well, there you go. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 267 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes. I'll see you later.